0: all right everybody thanks so much for stopping by another live episode of real estate titans sponsored by lion bolt media i'm your host Greg fowler traveling throughout the marketplace interviewing the top real estate professionals in our field essentially gathering insight inspiration it really drives and motivates these top producers above and beyond everybody else and what i'd like to consider a real estate titan Now, our very special guest and featured Titan today, this is a a very uh, special and warm place in my heart, a fellow Coloradan uh, right in Denver, Colorado, which is absolutely incredible. Um, Jordan Terrell, thank you so much for taking the time, Jordan. It's an honor and a pleasure, my friend. I'm really excited about this one.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me.
0: Yeah. And for beer. for everybody out there, it's just, it's, it's always a special treat for anybody who's kind of tuning in because, you know, we're always all over the place with the show as far as different locations. And um, like I said, I really just enjoy kindred Rocky Mountain, uh, you know, spirit that's inside there. So Jordan, uh, without further ado, let's just, uh, let's dive into the series of questions. Really everybody out there in the Titan nation to get to know you as a man, as a professional, why you do what you do and the whole story behind it. So um, let's just start with the first one, which is telling everybody a little bit about yourself, who you are, where you're from and your path to your career today.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I, I, uh, I've been in real estate for <clears throat> only four years. That's the, that's the, 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 the fun part of my story Love it. as a lot's happened in a really short amount of time. I, I, before real estate, I actually was in the nonprofit space. I was actually in church-based ministry, uh, in a pastor role um for about 15 years and I grew up in Oklahoma uh then Los Angeles for college and played some sports in college and uh eventually migrated to Denver we always felt, felt that uh Oklahoma had good people California had cool things to do and Colorado had both so we ended up in uh here here in Denver kind of picked a spot on the map and landed here uh but yeah it's it's been, uh, it's been a fun journey. I've been here for almost uh, 15 years now. Hmm. And uh, we love it. Love oh, it. Absolutely love it. And and it's getting uh, green outside all of a sudden, we had <laughs> two feet of snow two weeks ago, and now we have bloom. So it's just all happened real quick.
0: I love it here, man. And, and, and to me, in particular, anybody who hasn't had the pleasure to visit Colorado, you got to do it. And you know, not just the winter time for skiing and, and whatnot. But uh, this is several weekends or this past weekend, it was 70 some odd degrees and just beautiful blue skies. And, and I, I agree, this is my favorite time of the year coming through Jordan, but I, I interesting path and, and process through your life and into bringing you to Colorado, which is, which is incredible. Now you've had some insanely wonderful success through hard work and obviously who you are and what you do as a practitioner and, and really looking at it from the highest of standards in real estate but I want to rewind that story just a second and go to what was your initial thought into getting into real estate in the first place with your background and what was going on after you moved here? Why, what, what was it about it that drew you to it? Yeah. I
1: mean, I think it's the typical, I mean, if you ask any agent, why are you getting into real estate? uh, and, and everyone says, I want more freedom. You know, mm-hmm. I want to make more money. I, I want to have a more balanced schedule. Uh, you know, all these things that are, none of them are true. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, oh, and, gosh, uh, no, so, you know, I, I, w- I was thriving in another career and, mm-hmm. um, and, and I was working a lot and mm-hmm. I just was at that place in my mid thirties and I, and I just felt like I needed to do something different. And, mm-hmm. um, spent a lot of years building things and uh, gathering people, organizing people, networking with people, uh, a lot of years in a leadership role uh, as a communicator, as a, uh, and, and, and really building community, connecting people together. And uh, I, I, I started dabbling in real estate, uh, Kind of as an amateur on the investment side, mm-hmm. thinking, you know, because what I was doing didn't make any money. So if I'm going to ever have any kind of a normal retirement, I better start buying some houses. Wow. Uh, got got lucky um, and really got fascinated with real estate. So I started studying the investment market. And uh, when when I hit that that ripe age of 35, mm-hmm. I I've I needed to make a jump. And so I jumped in and it was kind of like jumping off a cliff and my eyes were just like deer in the headlights. Uh, what did I just do? Um, I got three kids and a mortgage and a wife and, uh, and how, how's this in, you know, Denver, we have 25,000 agents. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and, and so, you know, I thought it was going to be just a, a walk in the park, And I was really awakened to, this is a very competitive business. And, uh, yeah, there was this transitional moment of like, all right, I got to figure this out. And, and I started really studying like top producers. I started watching shows like this and going, Mm -hmm. what is the common denominator between all these people? Um, What is going to be my focus? What is going to be my angle? And just really trying to figure out who am I and what am I going to do? And how am I going to tackle this monster uh, of Denver and this crazy competitive market we have
0: here? Wow. I mean, and Jordan, when you talk about that, there's so many people that are watching or listening to this and they're thinking to themselves, "I, I do remember what it was like when they, they, jumped off the cliff, right? They took the leap of faith and they left the corporate job or, you know, that they, they really made that shift and change to be their own CEO, their own boss, right? Motivator for every touch point through business. And, uh, but I I don't want to put words in your mouth, but I I would say that, would you agree that it was a fantastic decision? I mean, that way, from your perspective?
1: Yeah, 100%. I I mean, it, it, it was, uh, cause I sit down with people every day. I mean, I, I actually, I would say I've done a, um, I don't want to say I specialize in it, but mm-hmm. I've done a really good job with helping new agents jump into this business and have success quickly. And, uh, uh, there is no rhyme or reason to what it is that makes someone makes this thing work. Mm. Uh, you know, but I, it has been a great decision. And for whatever reason I had the right, I had the right skill sets, the right connections, the right mindset, um, to, to actually find my way in this business. And it's been, I mean, it's been amazing. I've, I've loved every second of it and it's a lot of hard work, but sure. I love, I love the grind. Okay. And uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it, it went better than I thought. Let's say, let's say it that way.
0: Wow. <laughs> uh, and, and you're just scratching the surface though. That that's the crazy thing, Jordan. And, and to give everybody perspective, you know, four years doesn't seem like a, a long time, but ultimately when you're really putting in the work, you know, as you mentioned, and you're a true practitioner in your craft, and you're uh, you're constantly learning and growing, and and learning from others, as you mentioned, not just through other shows or or uh, you know conferences or books or or podcasts, but really just kind of diving deep into it. And you've had incredible growth, Jordan, and and obviously the team, right? So your team has grown. So I guess let's just talk about that. So you jumped in, you were doing your thing. When did the team aspect come? in your thought process and where are you guys at now that way?
1: Yeah. I, uh, well, so, so month one, February 1st, 2017, got my license, uh, you know, three months prior I had staff interns, people working for me. Hmm. And, uh, next thing you know, I'm in a cubicle at a brokerage office and there's 22 year olds like behind the real desk. And I'm having to go up to their desk and ask them questions and say, hey, what do, what is, how do I, where do I go to write a contract? How do I write a contract? Mm-hmm. Uh, and so it's this humbling experience. But wow. uh, for about four months of pounding pavement, somewhere in there, I had, the, I, I had a lot of time.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I, I had a lot of time to think and process and build and kind of come up with my business plan. And uh, before I ever closed the transaction, mm-hmm. I hired a coach. Um, which was, uh, I don't know, that was more of a reactive, like, okay, I've always had a coach. I played sports in college. Mm -hmm. I've always had a mentor. I've always had people that rather than trying to figure out the hard way, Uh maybe I can just go talk to someone that actually knows what they're talking about. Right. And I can have some advice along the way. And so I hired a coach uh, month two. Um, By month four, there was a week period Hmm. where I put uh, four transactions together in five days.
0: wow!
1: And, and that, that, that was my first four transactions. Hmm. And uh, what's funny is these four people had no idea that they, <laughs> I was winging it. Right. Um, and, and so I, I ironically had a trip planned to Aspen the next week with my family. And I get, I, I'm driving up the hill up to Aspen from Denver. And I'm like, man, I, I'm making more money than I've ever made this week. You know, it's like, everything's wow. already closed in my head, you know, and, and I'm like, life is so good. And I get there and, and then I just get s- just pummeled mm-hmm. by the, the things that follow going under contract, mm-hmm. which is negotiations and inspections and problems and confusion. And I don't have any idea what I'm doing. Sure. And so I'm on my phone the entire week and my family's out playing in Aspen and hiking and, riding bikes and, and doing all the fun things you do in the mountains in the summer in Colorado. And mm-hmm. I, I, I was so frustrated. So wow. as soon as I got back, I hired a, a an assistant. Okay. And so that's when the team started. Wow. I, this team started because I realized uh, I couldn't do this on my own. Uh, the thing that I, I realized and learned when I was in my previous profession, you know, I, I was able in that world Um, I I started as a solo person, but Mm -hmm. when I left, I had three different teams. I had a, I had three different managers that operated those teams. I had a team of interns that were kind of churning each year and we were kind of uh, moving them into different parts of our ecosystem. Mm -hmm. I learned what it was like to really do one thing really well. And the second that there was something that I couldn't do efficiently, I hired somebody. And, uh, and so I quickly started that same process. And I think it gave me an edge. Yeah. Um, and and so yeah, that was the beginning of the team.
0: Oh, my gosh. And, uh, you know, everybody out there who's really tuning into this, that's incredible thought process to go about it. First and foremost, looking at it from bringing on a coach or a mentor or somebody who can can be a soundboard or really call you out on the things you're doing well, but more importantly, what you're not and, and shedding perspective and light, not trying to reinvent the wheel. I I think that so many people say, I got this. I'm going to do this on my own. I don't need anybody. It's the furthest thing from the truth. No one does it alone. And and, and secondarily, when you came back from Aspen and, and, and looking at it immediately bringing on that piece of the puzzle, huge it's 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 a game changer and the conversations that i've had over all these years with you know the the 100 million billion dollar productions and teams and, and anybody individual producers they're looking at leverage points which exactly mm-hmm. as you said like hey you know what is my highest and best use of my time and who can i bring on a person a system or a piece of tech that's going to allow me to utilize my strong suits bring in immense amount of revenue and growth but not being bogged down by all the other moving parts to get the transaction done. And you did that four months in <laughs> yeah. incredible already. So uh, keep going. So, so what's, what are the next steps and paths? Well, and-
1: I, yeah, I was just going to say that, that what I was, po- what I was processing while I was at Aspen is if I wasn't an Aspen, I would be bogged down in the office mm-hmm. and I wouldn't be producing. But if I wasn't bogged down with this work, I would be out making more deals come together yeah. And so really the, the, the math in my head is, okay, what, what do I need to pay an assistant? Um, at that time, you know, we were small enough that I I couldn't really justify paying someone much more than 17, 18 bucks an hour. And so uh, we're looking at, you know, 30, 35,000 in, in a year. And I'm like, okay, that's three deals. All right. So, so I, I need to, this person needs to Free me up enough to do three deals, and if we do three deals, we break even, and um, at least my life's a little better. Yeah. Um. So it's a win-win, and it was a kind of a no-brainer. I can do three mm-hmm. deals with with some leverage points, and what ended up happening is over the next six months, I did about thirty deals. Oh my gosh. Um. Sure. In my in my first <laughs> like six months, uh, and so it just it it. exploded, you know, right away, mm-hmm. and and by the end of the year. I realized that um, uh, there were some other things in the business that I wasn't good at. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I needed to to, to backfill and, and get even more hyper-focused in my lane. Hmm.
0: Wow.
1: And it's been happening for four years straight. And so now we're a team of uh, almost 20. Hmm. And so we, we keep on kind of expanding. Anytime I get frustrated, I hire somebody. <laughs>
0: Gosh, man. I mean, but, but you're looking at it from a tactical standpoint, uh, looking at systems and, and tools and, and again, leverage points to really grow and scale your business. Ultimately, you, you looked at it the right way. In my opinion, this person system or tech is going to cost X, and it should free up enough time and or effort to, to make Y right your return on investment and then more. And ultimately, you're going to have a better quality of life because a lot of the people that they keep taking it and taking it as you're doing. They start to generate more time. That doesn't mean that they have to double or triple down in their business. That means that they can get a little bit more of their life back so that when you are an Aspen, you're an Aspen. You, do you know what I mean? And, and I think that that's where people look at balance. And um, I think Jeff Bezos, uh, I think he b- based it off of harmony. I think he, he doesn't necessarily like the word balance or work life balance. It's this, you know, if you're, if, you're, if you're happy with your work and your production and the team. And it's giving you energy and the same thing with your family and your business, because balance is truly an illusion. That means you're taking something away to give something else. So I, I like right. his, his quote as far as harmony in business and life more so than anything, but I think it does give you that. So, so Jordan, I mean, obviously with your successes and continual growth and and we're, again, we're just scratching the surface, but the second question, really, everybody enjoys getting to understand the best and brightest and how they've really done it. So and you've already shared incredible knowledge and basis and nuggets right off the bat. But if you could look back at your career thus far and pinpoint, you know, a few things that you added to your business uh, that helped you really take it to another level that you really saw the needle move in a positive uh, that you haven't already shared. uh, What's that look like for you? What advice would you give anybody watching or listening new or seasoned?
1: Yeah, I I, I think I mean, I think leverage is a big one. Um, I, I see way too many agents doing things that they're not good at. And and they get so caught up in the idea of being cheap uh, that they do things that they're actually not um, qualified to do. And it slows them down and bogs them down. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that that's one thing. I think another thing that's been uh, a huge game changer is uh, being willing to uh, find ways to, to grab market share. I mean, mm-hmm. we... as as a new, as a new agent, uh, there's this, uh, mentality that, uh, the only way to grow your business is to talk to your friends and family. Well, you're going to run out of friends and family really quickly. On top of that, you're going to abuse your relationships. And, and, and more importantly, your, your friends, um, aren't going to use you just because they like you. Um, they're going to use, they're going to use you because they actually believe that you're competent. And so I, I chose at an early stage, not to, um, market to my friends and family. And I had a huge network here in Denver. Wow. Um, what, what I did instead is I decided to go outside of my sphere. I believe there's about 40% of, of buyers and sellers that, that, um, that don't have an agent. Mm-hmm. The other 60 are married to them. Like you sure. can't even cross that boundary. And so th- there's 40%, they're either relos, they're millennials, they're empty nesters, they're, their agent retired, died, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, Uh, there's people, you know, middle-aged that they had a horrible experience. Um, uh, when buyers are interested in a a house, they don't care about the agent. They care about the house. When sellers are trying to sell, they care about the agent. A lot of times though, no matter which side of that, they're going to talk to the first person that actually says something not stupid. And, and so because uh, they're just a pathway to help them accomplish their real goal, which isn't developing a relationship with a real estate agent. The real goal is accomplishing something with real estate. And so, so, uh, so I decided to to leverage marketing to figure out who those 40 were, that 40% was, and then leverage the, the deals that I was doing with that 40% to just create a presence, uh, a perception mm-hmm. um, to the world around me that I'm in this space and I'm in it to actually uh, make it make a big impact. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I, I just thought that early on, I've I've always taught people to go outside of their sphere and then indirectly influence their sphere. Wow. Because um, once you got both legs going, um, your business really starts to tick. Wow. Uh, you got your friends calling you, and you got opportunities to generate business with through lead generation and things like that.
0: And uh, Jordan, when you mentioned that, and that visual was really, really great, I, I, I imagined uh, not to get too off on a tangent. I, I imagined a pirate with a peg leg. and uh, you know the the peg leg is missing, and it's really hard for them to walk with one leg. But when you got two running full speed, you're able to go long and hard distances. and And that's you know, the internal and external, as you mentioned, which i which I absolutely love that. Now, I'm a, uh, a fellow nerd, as it were, and uh, I love tech, anything with leverage and marketing advertising. So without sharing any secret sauce, Jordan, whatever you're comfortable with, you're talking about marketing and really directly to that 40 percentile um, who are not married to that particular real estate professional that isn't in your spherical kind of sense what, what type of advertising or marketing were you or the team doing that you find success, Wh- whether it's, you know, at the beginning or now or whatever you want to share? Yeah. I mean, I, I, there's so many, uh,
1: there's so many marketing, you know, there's so many shiny objects out For there sure. and, and some are bottom of the funnel. Some are top of the funnel. Um, and, you know, at the end of the day, whatever it is that you do, if you just work it mm. and actually be faithful with it, you actually probably see a result. And if you don't, you move on. But oh. I think a lot of people they they want to spend money and see an instant result.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And um, man, it, it, at the end of the day, you just have to be faithful with it and, and invest in it. So we do we do you know pay per click marketing. We do mm-hmm. um, you know what's really working well these days is Google listing services and, or Google local services and mm-hmm. um, really, really working the Google angle right now. Um, you know, uh, and there's a lot of people that, that have a lot of big problems with the big portal leads and, and, and whatnot. And I've always seen that as a, as an opportunity to gain market share. Uh, mm-hmm. We take really good care of our clients. Um, so I don't care how we get to the client. Um, if we're going to interact with them, we're going to develop relationships with them. Perfect. And so, um, I guess just a tangent on that for a second. Yeah. I love it. Um, I, you know, from a, from a young age, uh, whether that be middle school, high school, college, or even when I worked in the church, like my whole life is always centered around getting, gathering people and connecting people together. Hmm. And so our tagline for our, uh, for our business is we're a community company that happens to sell real estate. Wow. So we're a community company. We connect community. We build communities. Um, you know we are always trying to like if we sell multiple homes in a neighborhood we're connecting those families we're throwing um we're throwing neighborhood parties for all of our clients in that neighborhood and inviting all the neighbors um it, yeah there might be some selfish marketing in there but really the bigger win is seeing neighbors actually doing life together and connecting and like exchanging numbers and going cuz you know what makes a home a home isn't backsplashes and 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 countertops and cool cabinets you know what makes a home a home community is having like is having connection with the people around you and so we we you know we do housewarming parties after every time we close Mm -hmm. um uh, we knock on all the neighbors door we say come meet your new neighbor we got booze we got ice cream for the kids food trucks whatever you want uh because we're trying to connect people
0: sure
1: uh and so however we get uh you know whether it's pay-per-click or facebook marketing or sign calls and, you know, using all the different tech. I mean, there, there's so much good tech. It just comes down to, are we willing to use it right? and be faithful with it? Um, we got really lucky early on uh, and and brought in a guy on our team. He's really a VIP to us, mm-hmm. um, but he's our internal inside salesperson. So he's our ISA. Love that. Um, and we've grown that team. So we actually have three ISAs now inside. Mm-hmm. And so our agents don't actually interact with leads until they're at appointment stage. Beautiful. And, uh, and so we have a team of people, all they do 24 seven is, is nurture, communicate and, uh, and they they're doing role plays on, on the incoming inbound lead stage. And then our agents are doing role plays every morning on what does it look like to take an appointment to uh, a close. Wow. Um, and so, we're constantly role-playing and, and if, if this team is doing well and this team isn't, we got problems. Mm-hmm. And if this team is doing well and this team is not, then we got problems. But if we can be in synergy, mm-hmm. and then there's a third leg to that, we have an admin team. Okay. And so that's why culture is so important to us. So we do lots of parties and connection and like, mm-hmm. cause they all have to like each other cause they, <laughs> like. cause they need each other. <laughs> yeah, And uh, so it's, it's quite the dance mm-hmm. uh, around here.
0: Oh my gosh, Jordan. I mean, you are you're dropping bombs. And, and when you when you'd mentioned just that, that process of really engaging with the community and putting people together, it is a people business, and that's a true statement at the end of the day, but no no marketing or advertising or or presence that's out there, in my opinion, it, it's useless without the back end. And, and you had mentioned it and broken it down for ISAs or inside sales associate for anybody who's not familiar. Um, you know, and when you're taking it to that point there's no such thing as bad leads. There's only bad follow-up. And then you could say the fortunes in the follow-up and that, that equates to cold, warm, or hot referral leads. It's all about following up in a proper way, touch points. And you had nailed that down from one to now three, the value in it too. And I have these conversations every day. It's not about massive amounts of leads. It's really scheduling the appointments with living, breathing people. The, The thing is You alluded to it earlier. It doesn't necessarily happen overnight. It takes time to develop the brand and really market yourself and bring that in. But once they're in, then what are you doing with them? Not just building a pipeline or database, but then looking at it from the standpoint saying, okay, we're qualifying, we're communicating our team, very specific. Their time is best spent their highest and best use of time is out there with the client negotiating transactions, really getting the deals done. It's not scrubbing leads and following up for months and months and months and getting rejected over and over or ignored, right? So you set things up beautifully. And and Jordan, I can easily say this because I have conversations with producers all over the world, you're so far ahead. Like with what you just said right there, you're so far ahead, it's not even funny. And why I'm honored to have you as a Titan because that right there is game changing for people's businesses. If they just figured out a way to bring in leads from any source that comes down to it, having it into a full nurture follow-up, whether it's inside, outside ISA, touch points, and then convert those over to appointments, that's going to make a big change in revenue. And everybody wins with more revenue coming in the door. And you're helping more families, as you mentioned. But I love that. I love what you're saying, Jordan. Um, And again, I I still think there's so much more that you can share and give in your knowledge. You're you're just, you're sharing the little bits. I, I want to... I want to encourage anybody who's watching or listening to this to please follow Jordan and the team on every social media platform, engage with their content. This is a true pro. And I I do want to mention out there to anybody who's watching or listening, uh, I would highly recommend anybody who is looking for a solid, incredible referral partner in the Denver Colorado area. I mean, Jordan's your guy. Please just reach directly out to this man. I mean, if you're listening to what he's saying, he knows what he's doing above and beyond in a super short period of time, which is absolutely incredible. But um, Jordan, is there anything else you want to add or anything you else want to say? I mean, this is this has just been great. It's been a pleasure.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, I, I think just from a connection standpoint, I I, I love the I love being connected with other agents and other markets. And um, and if there's something I've said that's helpful or or I'm I'm an open book. I I've learned everything uh, through the melting pot of, of talking to a lot of amazing people, watching shows like this and uh, hiring great coaches uh, all over the country. And I'm, I'm a big fan of coaching. I spend probably $75,000 a year just in coaching. I, I mean, wow. it, it's, it's a, it, I, I'm addicted to it at this point mm-hmm. because A, it holds me accountable because mm-hmm. you, I got a lot of people around me that trust me. Sure. And I got to make sure that I'm getting fed Mm-hmm. Uh, cause I'm, I'm teaching people, but, um, and if there's anything I can help anybody with, uh, I'm an open book cause someone shared it with me pretty freely. Wow. Um, but yeah, what well, we're, you know, we're, we're, we're growing. I mean, we've doubled every year, year over year, uh, for four years. And, uh, I, I know that's gotta uh, stop some point. Don't uh, say that. Don't say yeah. that, Jordan. Yeah. Well, it's, it's above and beyond
0: Sky's Sky's not the limit. The limit. It's, it's above. <laughs> Come on.
1: Yeah, we're we're having fun with it. We're we're really blessed out here. Um, <clears throat> just the way things have gone, we have some really really great agents and people on our team. So um, I, I pinch myself every day by it.
0: Wow, man. I, I mean, hey. It was an absolute honor and a pleasure. I, I really enjoyed just our conversation, get to know each other this way, and again, a, a fellow Coloradan, That's that's always a good day in my book. But uh, Jordan, I do need to dub that you are an official real estate titan. That's a badge of honor you can wear <laughs> forever. No one will ever take that away from you. Uh, but thanks so much, Jordan. It was an honor, my friend. Absolutely.
1: This is great. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Really appreciate sure.
0: it. And and everybody as well. Thank you as always for your time and attention, your love and support. If you like here with you with real estate Titans, don't forget to subscribe and like, you know what to do at this point. I do need to give our sponsor Limebolt media, a quick shout out. If you are in the real estate space and you're looking to grow and scale your business on the digital end, lead generation, nurture brand awareness, and massive amounts of exposure. They actually have a free mini course. If you just go to lineboltmedia.com, click on free mini course. It's about 55 minutes long. It, deep, deep dive into how to grow scale your business. A lot of stuff that Jordan and I spoke about, which is awesome, but uh, check that out for sure. We are live every Tuesday afternoon, a different Titan, a different location. We'll catch everybody in the next live episode of Real Estate Titans. Take care. Jordan, thanks, man. Appreciate you. Absolutely.